Do you want a break from the ads? Not really. I like them. You like them? No. Well, if you're not a freak like Anna, you can join our Patreon for $5 a month and get so many exclusive things. Yes. Like ad-free episodes. Hell yeah. Exclusive voting power on, on one of the books we read a month. Democracy. Behind the scenes content. <gasps> and an exclusive secret Patreon secret podcast. The secret podcast. Called Ask Anna and Austin. Yes. Where Anna and Austin, which is me and Anna over here, answer questions that you ask us, the patrons. Yes, ask us things and, and we will give you the answers. <laughs> and we'll add Reddit questions because they're horrible in there. <laughs> I... Yeah, truly. There's a new tier we just added recently with the $2.50 tier called Just Want to Support. It gives you access to some basic text posts on the Patreon. And the main thing it gives access to is it gives you partial access to our Discord, which is now a private community, mm -hmm. to help us uh, take some stress off the cast. Yes. And it helps us give a more curated experience for our patrons on the server. <laughs> and uh, you get access to one of the three live events we plan on doing. Uh, we get access to the Wesley's movie nights where a bunch of us, get, uh, the cast, a bunch of the cast gets on the Discord and we watch a movie. So go to our Patreon. It's in the description. Become a dear reader today. Get access to the content and get our love and admiration forever. Hell yes. Also, fuel my coffee addiction. I'm a millennial. <laughs> this is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. Good morning, and welcome back to Reading Isn't for Kids, a book club review podcast where two grown adults sit down and read and review children's chapter books and sometimes comics. My name is Austin. My name's Anna. And today, voted on by our lovely patrons, we read book number one of the Goosebumps series by R.L. Stein. Welcome to the Dead House. Welcome to the Dead House. It will just kill you. I like how they just the sit the town they just described was just Midwest town. Yeah, Midwest town. <laughs> it's July, it. but it's dark and spooky. Yeah, so it's Illinois. <laughs> so it's got lots of trees. <laughs> um, did you read this one growing up? Probably. I remember reading. I remember the cover. I remember reading this one. This is the first one. I feel like I feel like the title. I I had it like a huge thing where I even if the. The books didn't fully connect. I had to read them all in order. Yeah, me too. Otherwise, I would have like a fucking breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, but I feel like the title of this book is like something like a third grader would write, like like a horror, like a horror, quote unquote paper, and they'd be like, "Welcome to the dead house." You step into the house and you die. Well, I'm like pretty convinced because um, I, li I listen to another podcast, another book podcast. I've listened to it for about eight years and they spe they specifically read Goosebumps books. Sure. Uh, it's called Goosebuds. 
Sure. Um, it's lovely, similar to ours. Uh, in that way, like I mean, we just review books, except they they specifically just do goosebumps, and occasionally they've done like they've done a couple of Pete and Pete episodes. Pete and Pete, what is that? It's like a I think it's an old Nickelodeon show. Here I'll show you. I'll, hold on. I think it was right before our time. Take a take a pause to look at what Pete Adventures and Pete of is. Pete and Pete. What? Nineteen ninety one. Yep. It went from nineteen ninety one to nineteen ninety four. It was just like a slice of life. Like, it was like a kid sitcom. Sure. And they were, I think they were brothers. or No, they were brothers or friends, but one was Little Pete and Big Pete. Nice. I've, I've never watched it. I've only know it because of them. Right. Again, because it was 91. Like, because they're, they're millennials, but they're like, they're older millennials. They're like, a lot of them are old YouTube blood. Uh, oh, sure. So they're like, they're good older millennials. They're just in their 30s. <laughs> so Yeah. Um. Anyway, so they they've they uh, they reviewed these. So like, not only have I read this when I was a kid, I listened to their review, but it was eight years ago. So I don't think anything's gonna bleed over from that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have strong opinions on Stein, especially coming from his Fear Street books. I feel like his Fear Street books, he actually it gives some shit about. Right. This does not feel like there was any shit given. I feel like. And that's not. I'm not knocking this. I it was cheesy and great. So the thing about Goosebumps is. It really, he makes kids out to be dumber than they fucking are. Oh, he hates kids, dude. I feel feel like he hates kids. I feel like he literally hates kids. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he fucking hates kids, dude. (laughs) Like, just the way he writes them and, like, the the fucking patronizing way he, like, writes to kids. Like, do you understand that? You stupid little idiot fucking kid. My favorite thing is like the the parents never believe. They never, they almost, right. till this book gets to the level of gaslighting, how much the parents yeah. don't believe them. Yeah. Because like if Rowan said, hey, I saw someone in the hallway of our new house, I would t- not, I would, for a second, I would take him seriously first off. I would go look. Right. I would at least go look. Right. Fucking at least go look. <laughs> Um, no, I didn't remember the, I, I remembered the plot twist of this book because it's the first Goosebumps episode too. And I've seen the first episode of Goosebumps a couple times uh, just because like I, we watched it drunk with friends or like right. I showed it to Rowan last year. <clears throat> so the, the twist didn't get me. And you can kind of see it coming pretty soon, but like uh-huh. that's not fair. We're not kids. So. Right. Um, but basically this book starts off, it's Amanda and Josh, our brothers, brother and sister. And the book follows Amanda's like the main character, mm-hmm. and that their dad inherited a an old house four hours away in some small town called like Dark Falls. Yeah, <laughs> which it's like the shit like I would name a town. <laughs> Dark Falls. And they'd never met this uncle. He didn't even know he had this uncle, and he inherits this house. And he's like, "Yippee, we got a free house!" Yeah, it's giving Nigerian prince scam. Except there's actually a house. Yeah, except there's actually a house. And they go there, um, and they're... First off, this dog is so fucking annoying. <laughs> is it Petey? Like, I get it. It's, like, s- supposed to, because dogs and cats, like, sense monsters or right. whatever. But, like, Jesus fucking Christ, this book is not 70% the Petey watch. What's Petey doing <laughs> next? Where, where he going? What he doing? <laughs> And um, anyway, they get there and she, Amanda sees someone in the window. Yes. She sees like a boy 
Uh-huh. And it fucking disappears. And she's like, I don't like this house. And the dad's like, fucking suck it up. Well, it's free. And I don't free honestly, house. usually I'm against the parents in the Goosebumps books. But like a free a free house. Granted, this is in the 90s. And I'm pretty sure the dad's the only one that works. That's what she says. Her mom doesn't even work. Yeah. And they, if they get this house, the dad can focus on writing. So that means both parents don't need to work. The 90s was wild. And they have enough money fucking saved away that like he <laughs> can quit his job and just write. Yes. Because um, it's not mentioned that she has a job. The, the mom. Right. Uh, which she could, I guess. But they, it's implied that she doesn't. What is this? Like 1991 or it's something like that? I don't know. Maybe I recently saw 1992. Yeah. The original series goes until like 93 or 4. Like he pumps out 61 books in like two years. And then the next series is Goosebumps 2000. And the last book is actually in 2000. The other ones are in the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We have some of those too. But anyway. uh, So yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't mention this. Back when my library didn't ha- was missing random ones so it went like one two three six eight so like, like i there's some i haven't read just because like the library like they were stolen or like never returned destroyed. or yeah. yeah um and it, this is like an original it was this cover like this is like an original 1990 yeah. cover uh that we have here because the reprints they try to do it justice but the artwork from that guy is fucking can't remember his name i can't remember his name He's, he did all the artworks up until the, the 2000 books. The pages are yellow. The book's stinky, too. The book's stinky. Not like good book stinky. Like, like musty stinky. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they get there, and she's like, there's a person. I must have been seeing things. <laughs> and she's like, I like my bedroom. It's big. <laughs> <laughs> the power's out. Ooh. Oopsie. Scary. And then she keep like, they explore the house with Mr. Dawson, their, like, realtor. And they're like, well, why don't you, uh, is this where Petey runs away the first time? Yes. He runs to the graveyard. <laughs> and then, like, Amanda's like, there's nobody on the street. Yeah, and there's no cars, no people, no lights are on in houses. Freaky. It's freaking weird. And Petey's at the the graveyard sniffing around, and Josh cannot catch him. <laughs> like what the fuck, Petey? You know, I the way I imagine this is like the camera was just following Petey around, like those fucking bacon strip commercials. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> do. Josh is a fucking annoying too, but not the, in like a sibling way, like no, in like a fucking asshole way. The little the little siblings. It's it's like the main character, and then the sibling is always fucking annoying. Yeah, or the main character is annoying, and the sibling's normal. Yes. He like cannot write both siblings being fine. Yeah. And like th- it's like this, this the brother's like t- toxic asshole. <laughs> he like just fights. He's like plays devil. He's like um actually everything. He's a devil's yeah. advocate. He honestly, him and Annie would probably get along. <laughs> Jack and Annie. It's been a fucking lot. That's a oh wait, his name's Josh. Josh. His name's sorry. Anyway. Yeah, so they they bring back, and then there's just kind of like a chapter of nothing. (laughs) 
She like says goodbye to her friends. One of her friends was out of town, so she didn't get to say goodbye. And she talks about it for like four pages. Um, and they finally get to the house, and she goes back in, and she sees another girl in the hallway. Yeah. And she calls for her dad and looks back, and it's just a pile of clothes. And she's like, I must be seeing things. I'm just crazy. At this point, like, as a parent, if I, if my child was doing this, I'd be like, are you, like, there's something going on. Like, once, okay, you are having an overactive imagination, but twice, it's like, okay, this is becoming, like, an actual issue. Because we've all seen faces in second story bay windows. Right. They just have that perfect reflection and like shadows from it just it's just perfect and your brain is just automatically filling in things to make things look like faces yeah i think it's to like prove that it's not scary or something but it makes it scary <laughs> like i see an outlet sometimes i'm like oh <laughs> when it's looking at you with that face like because <laughs> it's a british Whoa. one and it's like tea 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 you know like the drink yeah Yes, the, the the second ghost sighting is on page 50 of a 100-page book. Like, there's so much nothing in this book. It's spectacular. Yeah, doesn't she, like, meet new people? That and, is, like... I think that's right That's right next because her parents make her leave because <laughs> they're annoyed with them. Uh, there's a couple times where she's just like, my brother is so dumb. They're like a year apart, and I, I'm just a girl, so, like, I have to be more mature. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> okay, couple... mini mom syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. That's 100% what they're doing. Even though she's a stay-at-home mom, she has no reason to do that. Yeah. Take um, care of your kids. And Petey goes missing again, though. But this... Actually... Right? Well, the We have the the kid thing first. Oh. Where they go and they meet Ray. And Ray's like, oh, you can come meet my friends. And Ray just, like, walks out from a bush. And immediately I was like, that's a fucking ghost guy. And Ghost man. they could touch him and stuff though. So he's like a corporeal like a corporeal ghost that can Corp. go incorporeal. But yeah, so he takes him they have no idea. They're just like, oh this guy's weird. And they take him to like a group of like fifteen children of all different <laughs> ages. And they're like talking and Ray's introducing everybody. And there's like a girl named Karen who has braces. And as they're introducing everyone, they realize that they're encircled. Surrounded by ghosts. And Petey's freaking out. That's like, my impression of Petey. Just like losing his shit at everybody. Uh, he's done that with Ray. He did that with Mr. Dawson. Just like every person they've met, the dog has been like. And I'm like, bro, I'm not a dog person. But I know if a dog is losing their shit like, from somebody, there's probably a reason. Especially if that dog was, isn't, wasn't abused in any way. Yeah. Petey hasn't been abused. Yeah. Like, dog dogs can sense stuff. Yeah. Even like not super like superstitious stuff, just like people with bad auras. Mm-hmm. I'm fully convinced that they can tell. Yeah, for sure. And because dogs always like me, and I ne- I'm never I'm not a dog guy. I still like I'm nice or whatever. Yeah. But you've noticed that, right? Dogs yes. are always like this They're guy's like, this guy's a good guy, and I'm like, Hi. oh please, you're so stinky. <laughs> pet, 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 go play with the kids. <laughs> Uh, it has been a huge, my whole life. All dogs are always just like, I'm going to sit in your lap because you seem like a nice person. I'm like, you smell like corn chips. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, 
the kids are doing that and Josh isn't paying attention because he's so narcissistic and self-absorbed. Um, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I don't think Josh is a bad person, but I, he is that. He is also 11, so. I mean, he's probably just like the product of what the parents are fucking raising them to be. You mean not raising them? Yeah. <laughs> they like put all their effort into the girl and then gave up halfway through? That or... That or she has to like... They're like you're the you're the older one, you're the responsible one, and he's the little baby, and he can do whatever he wants. But just before the kids kind of get to them in the circle, some of them are holding bats. By the way, <laughs> uh, Mr. Dawson or Dawes, whatever his name is, Do- Dawes. Dawes comes up, breaks up the weird like bat kid ritual, and Amanda's like, "That was weird. I must have been imagining that. They definitely weren't going to fucking kill us." <laughs> And so, like, act like nothing's happening. They finish their tour of the town with with Ray, and it starts skipping time a bunch of them going to the playground every day, and the same exact kids are there, and they play baseball every day. That's all they were doing. And then, like, they I think they always know that it's always cloudy. Yeah, it's, like, always dark and cloudy, and, like, the shadows are really long, like... And they keep bringing Petey, and he keeps freaking out every time. And I'm like, why do you keep bringing the dog? <laughs> and the last time they go, they tie Petey up. Yes. Again. And then towards the end of the game, they realize the dog's gone. Yeah, Petey disappears. And, like, they just, like, they can't find Petey. And, uh, yeah, they're looking around, and they just cannot find him anywhere. And, uh... They're like, oh, maybe Petey went to the cemetery. And, well, first off, they're like, the kids are like, oh, it's 1130. We got to go. It's lunchtime. Like, just before it's high noon, they all leave. Yeah. And like, there's no complaining, no wait. Everyone just goes. And that's weird in the Midwest. Like, that doesn't happen. Right. If people say they're going to leave, they leave in 20 minutes. Yes. Unless it's, like, a deadline thing. And they all just bail. And a man and a... Karen, the the ghost Karen, or the kid Karen's like, oh, we should hang out again. And he's like, I. She's like, I mean, it's like, do you know where I live? And Karen's like, yeah, I yeah, used to we, live in your house. We used to live there. And like, that's like this. Ray also said that. Yeah. And this house is just the town whore. Yeah. <laughs> that town whore of dead children. <laughs> we don't know they're dead yet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, the, the the dog goes running away after the like time jump. And they're fucking looking everywhere, and they're late, and they come home when their mom's pissed. She's like, where where were you? And she's like, I was looking for Petey. We can't find him. And she's like, okay, well, we'll eat we'll eat first, and then we'll go looking for Petey. And they eat, and they have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Classic. Classic. And uh, they go driving around town, and they don't see anybody. Also, I like how the mom was offended. Like, I slaved in the kitchen for you guys for this fucking lunch. Yeah. You need to sit down and eat it and it's fucking peanut butter and jelly. Which, I mean, is... I mean, like... It's not hard. It's not hard. <laughs> and, like, it's I like get... boiled eggs is hard. You know what like, I mean? Like, I get it. You want your kids to eat on time or whatever, but, like, she's very adamant that the, they have to eat lunch right now. And that night at dinner, they don't, they don't end up finding the dog. And at dinner, it's, like, quiet and no one's talking. Everyone's just kind of, like, fucking bummed that the talk's gone. (laughs) 
and their parents are like, I don't feel like going to a super cool block party tonight, but I guess we will. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you kids can fend for yourselves. This 11 and 12 year old. (laughs) We don't think you're going to be stupid and go out in the middle of the night to go look for the dog or anything. Yeah, and that's what they do because... um, Also, we didn't mention, Amanda's curtains are just fluttering 24-7. And she always hears whispering in her room and laughing. And it gets to the point in the book where she keeps mentioning it and she's like, it's just life now. It doesn't even scare me. (laughs) Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's fucking insane. That level of gaslighting that that her parents are doing to her. They make her just ignore obvious signs of haunting. Right. Or like, even if like... This wasn't a haunting. Some sort of fucking psychotic break that she's having. Yeah, because she's like, she or she keeps mentioning the curtains and she doesn't even stop them anymore. She just lets it happen. And it, it's not even really driving her crazy either. She has just fully accepted it. And I fucking vibe with that. <laughs> she's almost like, this ghost needs to pay fucking rent at this point. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she gets awoke. She gets like stirred awake by Josh, and he's like in full clothes and a flashlight. And he's like, "We have we gotta go to the cemetery. That's where that's where Petey is at twelve o'clock right now. We gotta go to the cemetery." <laughs> and what do they do? They go to the cemetery, <laughs> and they're looking for Petey, and they try and find Petey, but instead they find gravestones. Well, the, well, uh, they find Ray again. Oh, yes. Because Ray's like following Ray's him. like, hey, don't go to the cemetery. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to. So are you, are you going to stop us, Ray? And Ray's like, we just, we shouldn't, we shouldn't go to the cemetery. And Amanda's like, well, I'm like, I'm like feeling, she's probably like, well, now I should really probably go to the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking for Petey and they find gravestones with Ray's name on them. Not after this bitch falls down like four times in this book. <laughs> That's also what R.L. Stein's staple in these books. Oh, yeah. He well, fucking fucks up their knees constantly. He'll be like, I fall and scrape my knees. <laughs> also I, loves to describe clothes. That, they like twist their ankle, like my ankle got twisted and ripped to shreds <laughs> in a tree root and I'm gonna fall down. And they go to the cemetery and they realize that there is an outdoor like amphitheater in the cemetery. But it's like lowered in the ground, like it's like a crypt amphitheater almost. That's kind of how I imagined it. They find Petey, and Josh remarks that he stinks. Yeah. He smells like a dead rat. <laughs> and Ray is still trying to get them to go, but like they're like Josh is so stubborn that he's like, I need to get this dog. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like arguing about who's gonna grab him because he smells so bad. They, then this is where they they like finally look at the gravestones after being here for the third time. They look at the gravestones, and what do they see on one of them? <laughs> they, first, they see Ray's name. Yes, and then they see like all of the kids' names, and they see Karen Somerset's name. Yes, Karen from nineteen sixty to nineteen seventy two. They're like, Ray, what is this? Look, at it's, it's, you're, it's the same age you are. What is this? And Ray's like, yes, it's me, he says softly. I'm so sorry, Amanda. Two dudes will change the podcast world. Hey, 
Do you like movies? Do you like silly goof times? Do you like getting deep for no reason randomly over anything? Then you should come watch So You Finally Watched with me, Nort. And me, Matthew. Where we take turns watching movies the other hasn't seen. Like Breakfast Club. Avengers Endgame. Harry Potter. And Wayne's World. So grab some popcorn, crack open a soda pop, and sit down for some movie talk every other Thursday on the Encounter Co. Network. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm surrounded by death, I thought. That's the start of the next chapter. <laughs> yeah, you're in a cemetery. But then Ray confirms he's like, "Yeah, I'm a living dead person." Yep. And I'm going to start I'm going to start killing you now. And they're like, "Well, what about Petey?" And she she goes, "I he, killed Petey. He's, Petey's fucking Petey's dead." Petey's already dead. <laughs> we they kill the dogs first. Because yeah. they can see us. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, once a year, they must have the blood from a freshly killed person. The sacrifice. The sacrifice. <laughs> and then he starts force choking her. He starts levitating and force choking her. <laughs> it is an insane jump from uh, what they're doing to, like, force choking. <laughs> and then Josh whips out his flashlight and he's like, shine he shines and he doesn't even know what's going on he just shines it at him and then his fucking skin starts melting <laughs> and his eyes roll out of his head and his bones start to crumble it's like i'm like whoa <laughs> that's graphic honestly yeah so then they, they kill they killed they kill ray <laughs> yes they killed ray and they run home yeah they run home looking for their parents and then all a bunch of kids show up at their house and the kids are like, we're going to kick your ass. <laughs> Remember the baseball bats from earlier? <laughs> that was relevant. Yeah. We used to be nice, but now we're dead. And they like, he did this thing where they kept repeating themselves. And it 100% was just him padding out the book. <laughs> like, let me see if I can get it. Let's see. We need new blood, Jerry Franklin said, his eyes glowing red in the dim light. Once a year, you see, we need new blood. No, sorry, Josh. No great uncle. It was just a trick to bring you here. Once every year, someone new moves to here. Other years, it was us. We lived in the house until we died. This year, it's your turn. This is the dead house where they're still alive. And this is when they run to the door and they see Mr. Dawes is like, We gotta get out of here. I saved your parents. <laughs> You're gonna kick our ass. They got tied up into some cold shit. And the kids just get in the car. Yeah. Wild. Wild. That they would listen to the strange man that they've met once. Yep. And then he drives them to the theater. And as they're walking, uh, Josh falls on a route, going after Petey again. Petey's dead. He still does He doesn't know, though. He's still going after him. He's still going after Petey. <laughs> Petey's a ghost dog now. A stinky ghost dog. And he drops and fucking sp- explodes his, li- his torch his fucking uh, flashlight on on a gravestone. And the gravestone he smashed it against was was Comrade Dolls, which is the guy that they're with. Comrade. And Comrade is like, all right, I guess I'm going to kill you now, and starts like grabbing them. So and the flashlight won't work. So Josh throws it at his head, which splits his skull open. <laughs> his like, flesh starts peeling off. 
And the reason they know that it's his grave is because earlier on the book, they asked, Where's, is, is, is Compton a family name? And he's like, no, I'm the only one. I'm the only Compton in my family. <laughs> but apparently, all the kids used to be normal, and then a yellow gas escaped from a factory and, and turned everybody undead. It was a plastic factory, and it like went over the town, and everyone just died from it. So in order for the ghosts to stay ghosts... I guess, I guess. They need a new family. They need new blood. But then it grows because those people become ghosts too. They're like ghost zombies. Ghouls. Uh, well, because ghouls are kind of like, like the classic Lovecraft ghouls. They're like just people that are all fucked up for mutations and they're not necessarily evil. They eat like rotting, they eat rotting human flesh. It's like all they can digest. It's like this is this is just like some weird ghost fucking zombie shit. <laughs> so they figure all that out and then they get away from them and they're watching like the ritual. Their parents are like all the shit's kicked out of them and they're all tied up in the middle of this giant amphitheater. So in order and it's like it's morning now. Yes. And in order to save them they try to knock down this tree. Yeah. And they spend a whole fucking chapter trying to get it full and they knock it down they hear horrifying screams and like yelling and people screaming for help as all these ghosts are being burned by the sky they killed every single one of them yeah and then karen says thank you as she's puddling and her eyes are falling out of her head and all three of them start running back to the car and they're like, we need, to, we need to get home and get out of here. And they're like, it just kind of starts fast forwarding. And they're like, oh, we got movers and we're leaving. And as we got everything out and the movers have left, we're pulling out. And I'm like, and man, it's like, can you just go back around? I want to see it one more time. And when they go back around, the final twist of the book is a new family with four people, a mom, dad, a son, and a daughter, are touring the house by a guy that looks like Mr. Dodette, looks like Mr. Dawes. Yes. So yeah, in, in like classic ho- shitty horror movie fashion, they don't warn the family and leave. <laughs> I didn't look back. I slammed the car door behind me and we sped away. Fun. Done. What'd you think? That one was a lot more fucked up than some of the other Goosebumps books. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. I get, you'll have to stay tuned in. <laughs> That was a lot way lighter than the book we were supposed to read, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, thanks for letting us change it, patrons. <laughs> what do you give this book? Uh, out of out of, out of of 10 bumps, what are you giving it? I'm going to give it 7 bumps out of 10. 7 bumps. I'm going to give it 6 bumps out of 10. I was bored, like, 35% of the time. And more, not just, like, kid book bored, like, what the fuck's going on? Why are we talking about this board? I don't need to know. That the ghosts keep pulling her clothes out of her dresser over and over. It happens like four times. Yeah. <laughs> and Josh sucked. Amanda was fine. I just felt bad that she was getting abused by her family. <laughs> getting <laughs> gaslit into submission. But yeah, so I think in the future if we read these again, uh, we should probably do two of them. Yeah. The way that we do the um Magic Treehouse series. Yeah, until we get to some of the ones I know we can really talk about. Because I remember some of them. Like Camp Jelly Jam will get its own fucking 
episode. Jelly Jam. It's my favorite from the original. It's Camp Jelly Jam. It's the one with the creepy counselor on the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, next next time we'll do we'll do uh, well. It's like it's welcome to the it's stay out of the basement. I remember the invisible one. That one was really fun. I like the one where they kill a kill an old man with a camera. Is that say cheese and die? Yeah, say cheese and die. Straight, they straight up commit murder. <laughs> like straight up murder. Like there's no denying that it was murder. Oh, I remember the mask one. There's three of them. Oh, it's Monster Blood, which is also good. Oh, Monster Blood. Yeah. So then, if isn't we isn't there a Monster Blood two? So Monster Blood two and three. Yeah, there's Monster Blood four is the last one in the original series. Um, let's see. The Curse of Camp Cold Lake. I remember being fucking fire too. Um, I really remember the attack of the Jack O' Lanterns. I just remember that the cover of that one, and the soap and the one with the sponge, dude. Oh my god! Oh no, the Scarecrow walks at midnight is the one I'm thinking of. It's scary because they're in a cornfield and just there's fucking scarecrows everywhere. Yep. What is the name of Phantom? Do you remember Phantom? It came from beneath the sink. That one always fucking freaked me out. It's a sponge with teeth. Yes. It, it, was, it like fucked with their luck or something, and that's what it did. I can't yeah. remember. And, and then it, it hated music. <laughs> it hated pop music. <laughs> um. Yeah. So next next time we do a Goosebumps, we will we'll do we'll do two and three. Um, but the next book we're doing is we're gonna I think, um, it's my pick. And I want to do the next Fear Street book. So it's Fear Street number six. No, yeah. Is that number six? Have we done five of them? Yeah, Fear Street number six, The Sleepwalker. Yes. Do you remember The Sleepwalker? Yes, I do. Is it a good one? If I remember right, it is. Because, um, was it Missing that sucked? It was... I think out of the five we've read, only one of them has been bad, and that was the missing one. Because it could have been cool, but it, they fucking... Yes. They had a cool a cool cult that they showed in the last ten pages of the book. Um. So yeah, we'll do Fear Street next. Fear Street number six. And then the next book will be a Patreon, patron choice again. Um, And then the next book, Christiana will choose. So whatever <gasps> series that we're working on. Or whatever she wants to do, but but yeah, I think that's it. Uh, we should probably thank our patrons. Yes, let's you, thank, you our patrons. thank our patrons. Yeah, our patrons. We got we got a couple patrons. So we have Kai, then we have Nat, then we have Nacho. Yeah, we we got a couple couple patrons hanging out with us. In the Discord and all that. Hell but, yeah. Uh, we just want to, you know, thank you for supporting us and listening and voting on polls and stuff. And, Hell yeah. And just being you. Hell yeah. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at Pod. If you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we will. And it's, you leave us a five-star review on there, we will read them at the beginning of the show. Uh, leave us a review on Spotify, too. That helps greatly. Uh, gets our podcast out there to listen to. Um, our our Discord is now a private community, though. Uh, we have made the tough decision to uh, just limit it to 
the people who are currently in there and any future patrons. It's going to become a private community. We want to do more uh, live events in the Discord. Yes. So, um, in order to get access to the Discord, you need uh, to join the Patreon of any three of the shows that we do. Um, there is a $2.50 tier we added. If you join that tier, it gives you partial access to the Discord. Uh, the only live event it will give you access to is Wesley's Movie Nights that we do about every other month, uh, which is voted on by all the patrons of the three shows. If you do $5 and up on any of the Patreons, uh, it gives you full access to all the voice chats, all the streaming. Like We plan to do some live Q&As. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about streaming some games in there for everybody. Hell yeah. And it's cool with the Q&As, with the new stages that they've added a year or so back, is it like basically lets us, like all patrons will have the ability to like ask to call in basically. Because like you'll sit in the audience while we're talking and then if you raise your hand like with the button, we can click you to come in and you can ask us a question and then we can send you back to the audience and answer it. Yes. So I think it's it'll be a really fun way to do it. And you know, those Q&As can be me, Anna, Matthew, Shane, Robert, and then anyone else from the Encounter Co. You know, they're all in the Discord. So, you know, they may pop in there at some point. Um, and the streams can also be anybody. Um, yeah, hop in there and do that. Basically, when I get caught up on editing, I'll be trying that stuff. Um, so that's the new with the Patreon. I mean, also with the Patreon, with the besides Discord stuff, you get the secret podcast we do called Ask Anna and Austin. Yes. We do it monthly where we basically, we, we do like, we read a uh, Reddit questions and, you know, questions from our patrons too. But when, once we get through those, we read the Reddit questions of like, am I the asshole? There's been a couple of TTRPG ones that we've been doing like D and D where Fun. it'll be like, is my vampire character bad? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like, I bit another player character without their consent and turned them into a vampire with me. And everybody's upset with me. But I said it's canon. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's fun. Um, but I think that's that's all the stuff we gotta talk about, right? Yep. Yeah, I, get, we, I gotta read you a joke. Nope, I said goodbye. From 99 and a half creepy crawly jokes, riddles, and nonsense. I said goodbye. Written and illustrated by Holly Kowit. Kowit. From the good old year of our Lord, 1997. <laughs> Is it funny to hear me say our Lord? 1997. <laughs> did, did you hear like a cry from God when I said it? <laughs> Dust, uh, Dust of you was born. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, that you were born. Do you bugs go to the mall? Do what? Do bugs go to the mall? Yes. No, they just go to the flea market. Ew. Do you get it? Because like flea markets are like a place to no. get things and fleas are bugs. No. I'll give you another one, honey. What is a caterpillar? It's a caterpillar. Yeah, what's a caterpillar? It's a baby butterfly. It's a worm in a fuzzy sweater. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry.